0: The production of your favorite movies and TV shows may soon grind to a halt. Today,
1: thousands of behind-the-scenes workers are deciding whether to walk off sets across the nation.
0: For the New York State AFL CIO, I'm Darcy Wells, and this is Union Strong. 60,000 film and television workers are ready to walk off the set in what would be the first nationwide strike in the union's history. ...been challenging enough, Hollywood is now veering toward a possible work shutdown. IATSE, the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees, has authorized its president to declare a strike. The International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees, IATSE, known as the union behind entertainment, is ready to strike on Monday, October 18th, unless they reach an agreement on a new contract with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers. Joining me to talk about what this fight is about and the impact it would have on studio production is Sarah Mae Gunther of IATSE Local 600. Sarah Mae, thank you for joining me. Thank you. And I appreciate you taking the time out. I know you're um, on a set right now uh, before the call yes. for the day. So thank you for doing that. And um, I, I thought maybe we could start, if you can give us kind of an overview of what this fight is about and who um, you are in a contract fight with.
1: Yes, so I am uh, a very small piece in a very large uh, puzzle and uh, I am in a contract fight with the producers. I am a crew member. I work on set day in and day out for many hours a day. Um, our checks are paid by the producers who manufacture these movies. Uh, that could be the small independent film company. That could be the big ones that you've heard of. MGM, Universal, Warner Media. Warner Brothers. Uh, but in reality, it's a much larger conglomerate. I am literally being employed currently by Warner Brothers, which is AT&T. Um, it goes all the way to the top. So I am currently in a battle uh, with both my on-set producers, and I'm on a, in a battle with a much larger scale, much larger conglomerate that doesn't feel that we are worth much of anything, which is pretty unfortunate. And Um, and tell me a little bit about that. Like,
0: what are those core issues that you're fighting for?
1: Yeah, so currently we're fighting for first and foremost wages. We've got certain members within IATSE that are working under minimum wage, uh, which is insane, especially in the modern day with the multi-billion dollar movies that are being manufactured and what you guys watch on a regular basis. So wages are our first and foremost second and probably just as important is meal breaks right now. We're not being provided meal breaks. We generally work a 12 hour work day. That's our standard schedule, but it definitely averages over that. Um, and because of COVID protocol and because of scheduling demands, Lunch is no longer a necessity uh, for them as far as they're concerned. We have meal penalties in place that are supposed to either de-incentivize them from continuing to work us without meals, but it's they're so paltry that they just run straight through them and they continue to purchase the co- purchase the cost of them. Uh, weekend rest periods, we have very short we have short weekday turnaround, generally around 10 hours. Um, from the hour that we, the moment that we leave, set the moment that we're required to be back at work. But because of the way that schedules are pushing, uh, many companies are doing six-day weeks because of the demand for work right now. Everybody is hurting for their newest season of such and such. Uh, we are not getting any weekend turnaround, and what we can turn around, we are getting is barely to sleep because we're on off schedules. We're working overnights on a Friday, and then on Monday, we're expected to be at work at 6 or 7 a.m. I mean, that sounds Uh, just
0: brutal, brutal.
1: Yeah, it's not great. It's really not great. We've got pension hour issues, pension hours that are required for a qualified year. They keep upping the number of hours required for a qualified year, so that's an endless spiraling circle. And then at some point, uh, about eight or nine years ago, we put in place uh, a contract called New Media, uh, which was for the beginning of all of this content that is now for Netflix and Amazon and all of the online providers uh, that are not streaming to television. It was a new system. We didn't expect that it would go as well as it did. Uh, we didn't really know what the outcome of it was going to be like. You know, at the time, people were still going to movie theaters. People were still renting DVDs, Blockbuster. You know, like it's not that long ago that that was a thing. So we put in a rate uh, and negotiated for rates that were slightly lower to give benefit to this new type of content that we didn't expect would go forward. And in the content itself, it stated that if this did become something, we would revisit it and we would turn it into some sort of a fair living wage. Um, but we are continuing to mush forward with those rates, despite the fact that everybody sat on a sofa last year and watched something on Netflix. It's, you know, mm-hmm. kind, kind, kind of crazy. And uh, with all of that, we need sustainable benefits. We have benefits. We're very lucky to have benefits. Um, that are pretty good, but we keep being threatened that if we attempt to ask for any of the previous things, they will take our benefits from us, which seems outlandish. So that's really what we're fighting for. Those are our goals. Uh, and we are not going to stop until we have some sort of reprieve because billion dollar businesses shouldn't be niggling and dying and pennying all of us. So, Sarah May, give me a little
0: idea and our listeners an idea. You're a member of the Cinematographers Guild. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. And so and I um, was looking at some information on you. So you were actually filming underwater. Is that one of your specialties? That is correct. I do do
1: underwater work. Yes.
0: Yes. So, and I don't know what you're involved in right now with, um, your work, but, um, just give us an idea a little bit about, you know, the kind of work that you're actually doing, because it seems like it would be grueling in and of itself, Never mind without rest breaks or meal time. Walk me through what a day can be like. And I would imagine some of it is kind of hanging around waiting for things to get started, but you're still got to be ready to go, right?
1: Completely, completely. This is a business of hurry up and wait, um, yeah, so our days are, first and foremost, our days are long. Uh, they're really, they really ebb and flow. Some are go, some go really fast, some go really slow. A lot of them are a lot more physical. I would say that as I explained to the layman who I'm trying to have a discussion with at The DMV, I am a performance based worker. Um, I need to be at my job uh, performing a duty in order to get my check. And if there is, if I am not there, then I have to cover myself with somebody of equal value. And it is of my requirement. It is a requirement for me to cover myself because otherwise the position is glaringly missing um, in the equation. Within the camera department, you know, we usually start our day uh with we sh- we start with a call time. We usually come in about a half an hour before the call time and grab breakfast, which is provided by production but is not paid time um and then we get into it. We start seeing what we're up against some ta- some days could be on the top of a building and that would mean getting all of our gear to the top of a building, other days could be underwater, which means, getting our equipment onto boats and getting ourselves in the middle of a body of water, you know, like there's a lot of crazy locations that we find ourselves in. Some are really cool. I've been in the restricted sections of the museum of natural history. Um, I've also been spent multiple days in the, uh, waste treatment facility of Staten Island, uh, Mm -hmm. for which I got to celebrate my birthday. So, you know, (laughs) like it's, Not necessarily always. Some highs uh, and some lows, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, not what somebody dreams of always. Um, But it's certainly an interesting day of work. There's no two days of work that are uninteresting, for sure. Um, So it's about getting our gear into the places and then beginning to build our shot, beginning to see what the actors want to do in order to assist the director and build the scene and film as much as we can. Sometimes we're spending extensive amount of times waiting on other departments that are getting ready or maybe there's a huge wardrobe change and that takes time or maybe we're just waiting for the sun to move, which is often the case. Mm-hmm. Or a cloud. There's a lot of times you're waiting on a cloud. Um, so, you know, it, there's there's a lot of different elements and a lot of different variables, but we always have to be at the ready. Um, we always have to be willing and able to very able-bodied it's not a profession for those who are uh disabled uh because you just it's it's a really hard work environment technically speaking anytime that you're on a set even if we're renting your house it's technically considered a construction site from osha standpoint um just because of the number of large pieces that we're bringing through and construction equipment that we need to do our jobs uh so it's uh, it's an alternative environment but it's what works uh, and has worked for like more than 50 years so but what do you it, think we has we, what we has we changed our,
0: then do you think i mean is some of this because of the pandemic is it like playing catch up and just going into overdrive trying to get things done or has it been building to this point like how did we get here with iatsi of over you know 100 years in existence that you're actually to this point of striking
1: yeah, so I would say, I mean, I'm I'm definitely no historian, um, but I've been in the industry since 2007, which is when the writer's strike happened. The board of directors of the Writers Guild of America West and the council of the Writers Guild of America East, acting upon the authority granted them by the memberships, have voted unanimously to call a strike. Um, the writer's strike was pivotal because it introduced reality TV, right? It's unscripted content. They were able to pump out a lot of it really fast um, for little money and it became a sensation. Uh, I think that that was the turning point for the rest of the industry because the expectation of the speed at which uh, content was being manufactured it acquired a lot of pressure Um, and as all of these streaming services have come into play, there's now hundreds upon hundreds of TV shows going into multi-season series. It's not about movies anymore. It's about TV. It's about limited series TV. It's about, you know, some sort of thing that you can watch in your home, uh, which has created a significant demand, especially in the New York area. We've seen dramatic increase in the amount of productions. We went from 22 productions to over 70 filming in the New York city area alone. Uh, and that has created huge demand. That has created a lot of pressure. Everybody wants to get it done quicker because the stages are more expensive because there's a finite resource resource of those to a point. You can definitely create a warehouse in Yonkers and turn that into a stage. I've been there. Um, but Uh, for the most part, it's created a huge pent-up demand. Uh, We're all getting pressured, especially with COVID, because everybody has watched the last season of such and such and really wants more content, uh, and they want to get it out there as fast as possible. So it's created an environment in which we're trying to make our days as fast as possible, jam-pack as much into our days, uh, which creates unsafe working conditions and puts people, like, sarah jones who got hit by a train a couple of years ago into the spotlight um because they just were impatient and didn't check a train schedule you know it's just insane circumstances that we've found ourselves in due to the demand and due to the fact that the studios are working within the confines of the contract that we agreed to in the 90s effectively we haven't really done much change to our contract and that significant amount of time and uh the contract does not uh it does not look like the climate that we're in anymore. We're in a much more fast-paced world at the time that we created the contract the internet didn't exist, you know. It's hmm. just it's not it doesn't match. It doesn't match. So uh the pandemic did a lot. The pandemic forced us into a position where we're continuing and required to do the jobs that we are qualified to do But with new restraints, we've got masks on, we've got shields, we get tested four times a week. I've been tested hundreds of times in the last year and a half. Um, And I literally did one an hour ago. Uh, So like it's, that's a huge part of it. The 24 hours of wearing the N95s is pretty rough. Uh, Oxygen deprivation is a real thing. Hmm. Uh, so we're doing all of the exact same things that we were doing before, except we're trying to do them with COVID protocol in place. Uh, it's also created a huge demand for work, you know, so we're, we're in a place, but at the same time, I think workers more than ever have motivation to go on strike because during the pandemic, we didn't work for seven months. There was absolutely no work available for us in any capacity. Um, we got to see the other side. We got to take a deep breath. We got to sleep uh, an appropriate number of hours. Uh, we got to take care of our bodies. We got to take care of our families. We got to see our families. I had 2 coworkers tell me that they met their child for the first time. Their children are six, seven, something like, you, you know. you got to be Christmas kidding song. me we we're on set uh, all the time. So they don't, you know, they know this child, they've met this child, but do they know their personality? Right. Do they know what they really like? You know, like there, there's significant perspective in which people realize that there's a lot of life that we're missing due to the craft that we love. Uh, and I think that we're in a different perspective. A lot of people really want to value all elements of their life. Uh, and, We've already ripped off the bandaid on running off the cliff. Right. We we did the pandemic, the whole world shut down, our industry shut down for seven months. We know what that looks like. Um, And if we have to do that again to fight for our rights, at least we're not coming at it blind.
0: Well, and, you know, you had over 98 percent of eligible members from 36 locals voted to authorize a strike. So. Clearly, that unity, that solidarity, solidarity is there, and I mean the the conditions you describe just sound miserable. Um, so it really sounds like you know folks have just had it, and this is the line in the sand, and and you're just not going to tolerate it anymore. Um, are you hopeful that this can be resolved?
1: Um, I'm I'm hopeful. I I don't see a way in which it's not resolved. People still want Netflix. People still want HBO. People still want to turn on their TV at night and see something new. I don't think that that's going away anytime soon. Uh, I am disheartened by the fact that it's taken four months of unsuccessful negotiating to get us to this point. I'm disheartened by the fact that it took us doing a strike authorization vote and coordinating 60,000 people that are working 14 to 15 hours a day. Uh, to successfully get to a vote, to even get ourselves this far. Um, I'm disheartened by the fact that even the U.S. Congress, bipartisan across the line, wrote a letter saying that this is embarrassing and should be dealt with, and we're still not at a point of agreement. Um, But it doesn't sound as if negotiations have gone anywhere that seems fruitful or seems safe. So here we are. Uh, You know, I don't really know how this turns out. I'm definitely fearful. The writer's strike was four months back in 2007. And uh, all of us would like this to last about two weeks, perhaps so that we can at least see our families and sleep for once. But, uh, you know, instead, we will be at picket lines, I think. And this is going to be a much larger battle. Well, it certainly
0: sounds like it's become, you know, it has been a quality of life issue. And It makes me just wonder, and I, and I won't keep you because I know you've got a lot going on, but it makes me wonder with, um, you know, you talked about people reconnecting with their family and their own children. And you hear about people making the decision not to go maybe back to work after the pandemic or in the same industry. Did you see some of that in your industry that people said, you know what, I, my eyes have been opened and this is it's too
1: brutal? Yes, absolutely. Uh, We definitely had some attrition. We've definitely had a lot of people reconsidering their careers and reconsidering their choices. It's a tough one. We're effectively the circus. You know, we don't have, I don't carry a resume. I carry an IMDB. I, you know, I work on set and I wear a lot of hats. I'm a manager. I'm a teammate. I am a technician. I'm an engineer. I'm an artist. You know, there's a lot of different places, but it's really tough for us to build Uh, resume based work that could yield us uh, something in a profession that would be outside of the industry. So I think there's a lot of fear there just to take the jumping off point. But Mm -hmm. uh, if people can afford to do that, we've definitely seen some significant losses. I mean, we also don't have any sort of, my union, ICG Local 600 is 14.4% female. Uh, We don't have a lot of diversity inclusion. Obviously, it's a big discussion within Mm -hmm. Hollywood itself. Um, But, you know, we don't have a lot of rights for women in any capacity, which, of course, is something I would like to see. If I was if I was to get pregnant, I would not be able to do my job. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I would either have the choice of filing for disability or filing for unemployment. That's it.
0: Well, it sounds so, certainly like, you know, it's going to you need the wages and the working conditions um, improved and addressed so that you can continue with a industry that sounds really rewarding and and one that you're devoted to, obviously, to go through all of this. So just uh, in wrapping up, can you let us know how people listening can help support you and your members?
1: Absolutely. I think that our greatest ally right now is social media. Um, And talking out, you know, what we're doing is we're fighting against the biggest media corporations in the world. You know, they own it. They own everything about what we're seeing on television. Uh, So it's best to just be talking out as much as possible. Definitely read what you can read the articles and speak out. Um, I don't see the point in boycotting the content because I don't think financially that'll hit them in any capacity. But Hmm. Talking out and knowing where your content is coming from, you know, like you want to know where your apples are coming from. In an organic food world, read the credits at the end. Respect that there are people there. Know, know that, you know, there's a huge group of people that have really lived and loved this craft to create your Spider-Man movie. Well, Sarah Mae Gunther, we appreciate
0: your time. Uh, the whole labor movement is certainly behind you. You have the full support of the New York State AFL-CIO. Our president, Mario Salento signed on with a letter of support. And I know you mentioned the support from more than 100 members of Congress. So uh, we will ramp that up, uh, certainly the social media campaign. And uh, we'll be plugging for all of you out there and and hope that this gets resolved in the way that it should. So thank you very much for your time, Sarah Mae. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Union Strong Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, you can subscribe and give us a rating. This has been a production of the New York State AFL-CIO. Our president is Mario Salento. Our secretary treasurer is Terry Melvin.